0: The following content is selling hand sanitizer for $20 a bottle. Don't give me that look. You thought about that shit for a minute. Start the show. That shit about to be a commodity.
1: Man, I'm sitting here right now
0: with a with a half empty bottle of Purell. Yeah, twenty dollars is looking good right now. I'm just saying, man, it's about to be Booker Eli out here. You know, <laughs> he's he just pulling shit out. pulling random shit out of a backpack, trying to trade for a, a jug of water. Hey, bro,
1: this is half a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> if it's two ply, if it's two ply, it counts as two rolls. So you figure it out
0: yourself. Uh, what else you got? I'll just I I'll just take a shower every time. That's all right. Uh niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions, while black, your black ass cheat sheet for the weekend foolishness and fuckery. I am your boy Oz.
1: I am D. Randall currently um exceeding the government recommended guidelines for social distancing. I'm trying to stay at least a hundred feet apart, uh away from anybody else. Closer to me. <laughs>
0: This, so these circumstances so result, suit my lifestyle hear, ambitions very well. What you say? i to say. So as a, as a result, you can hear we're doing this remotely. Yes. <laughs> Hello, remotely. Um, still on the south we, side, though. Still on the south side. So I and honestly, I'm I'm just I'm just keeping a whole buck uh, with the listeners with Team Oz. I was really down to fall through. And do and do this thing. But social media guilted me. It'll do it to you. Social media guilted me. And I was torn because I was seeing a lot of other podcasts that had no problem linking up. But and I'm not going to say any names because I'm not I'm not rolling like that. But some of these podcasts I was seeing that were linking up and still getting the content out there and still pushing the content are dumb. Like <laughs> not that they're just not smart people, but they're in their twenties, and so they're still making decisions talking about like they would like I, I heard a podcast that I won't name that was talking about well, I've been kind of social distancing, but yeah, I did cut out to get some dick, and I was like, man, come on now
1: <laughs> it's you know this is this is the first. I I actually posed this question to a group of friends last week. I, this might be the first global shared experience in hu, in human history. At least modern I, human history. Like I don't think I can't think of another time in history where every country, every place in the world, was experiencing something like this at the same time and this is this is a first for for everyone that's alive right now this is a first and and as as a member of a race of people who are prepared for anything to happen at any given time i am still amazed that there are some people who don't take certain precautions seriously um whether you you know I mean we 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 kind of joked at the beginning of the process that you know it's the flu. You know what be it as it may it's a very real it's a very real epidemic it's 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 something that is affecting people and even if you don't feel like it's as serious as you think it is at the very least do your part to not to not help spread it. Like I and let me knock on wood I I typically don't get sick. I I don't get the flu. Every couple of years, I might get a little cold or something for a couple of days, but I, I, genu- I generally don't get sick. And most of my family doesn't get sick from like infectious diseases either. So we're very fortunate with that. But that doesn't mean that even if I'm not sick, that I might not be passing something to somebody else. Right. And seeing how the social distancing guidelines play directly into my lifestyle ambitions of staying the fuck away from people, I have no problem doing that. We'll be okay. Not being in each other's presence for you know a month or so. Most of y'all want to get away from motherfuckers all the time.
0: Well, now there's a now, there's a flip side to that, and I don't want to stay too much on Corona because that's because that's not really what people come here for. Mm-hmm. But it, it is important to unpack this. I will say on the flip side of that, I can see where. Because it's not just a matter of getting out and being in people's faces for everybody. Some people, yes, it is, and y'all need to chill. But, like, I have been mostly, other than a grocery store run or two, I have been in the house Mm -hmm. since my last day at work, which was, like, at the beginning of March. Wow. And... You you know my whole plan I was ready to get out and take over the world. <laughs> that Ronnie Beach to it. I was going to show my whole ass for a solid 2 months. Um I was happy to have this time off. And I'm mostly doing the things that I would probably do um if this weren't a thing. Yep. But it is a little annoying that I can't that I can't cut out and cut up a little bit and have a good time once in a while, or that I'm not in New York. Well, I don't feel as bad about not being in New York now that it's like the hotbed. That would uh, have been a
1: catastrophic mistake.
0: But there were people who had their lives kind of planned out. And I, you know, you should you should be prepared for anything, but I can see where it's annoying. I can see where it's annoying, and I can also see that. We are programmed as a society on a societal level to, um, to be out and about. We, we define ourselves and we define our worth by being out, by working, and by consuming, which is what you're doing any, mostly anytime you're out. And so when you ask people to go counter to that programming, there's going to be some resistance. Even though you can consume from your house, I know this because Amazon's sick of me. Man, man Amazon,
1: Whole Foods, good. like they, man. I sometimes I feel guilty because when they pull up, they're like,
0: "Man, fuck, dog." Like I, they, bro, I bought a whole new bed. <laughs> I needed it. It's the best thing that ever happened to my back and my blood circulation. Yeah, but I, I bought a whole new bed. I know they're sick of me.
1: Man, Home Depot. I, I know this dude was pissed off, man, because the, the day, the day before the stay-at-home thing went into effect, my kitchen sink—Home Depot like,
0: still working, huh? Is Home Depot still working? Absolutely,
1: they're an essential business. Oh Jesus Christ! Hit, hit them up. But here's the problem, and I know I felt like an asshole because the day before they issued the stay-at-home, my kitchen sink like pretty much caved in. It's an old house. I was like, "Fuck, not right now." So I had to go to Home Depot, and I was like, "Look, I know this is kind of whack. I need to get a new kitchen sink installed." And the dude was just like, "Not interested at all." And I was just like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna figure it out for for the next few weeks." Yeah. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, we're not, we, we're not scheduling any installations." I was like,
0: "You know ben. what? I understand.
1: I understand. If I gotta, if I gotta wash dishes in the bathtub."
0: Are they doing deliveries? Home Depot? Yeah. 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 Oh, okay.
1: My parents got
0: 20 bags
1: of mulch delivered the other day. And I know this because I had to move all them shit to the backyard.
0: I will say, because I'm definitely definitely trying to finish my little garden uh, patio project. Get it. So I I get drunk on the patio. Um, (laughs) Man, it's episode 82, bro. Man. We're getting up there. We're We're getting getting up there. there. We are not letting this Corona shit stop us. We only took um, two weeks off,
1: which which is good. Only two, which
0: is, which is good. I I feel like it, I feel like we probably would have still taken two weeks off, just off of me needing to get my head together after work. That's true. Because you know my company, I'm well. I don't really give a fuck about my company. They just laid. They literally just laid off two thousand people. Shit. That's seventy eight percent of their workforce just laid off 2,000 people and furloughed the rest until uh, eventually. That's heavy. (sighs) And I feel bad for everybody there because there's a lot of friends and a lot of people I've made relationships with there. At the same time, it does feel like you kind of got out under the wire. Damn. And it could have been a lot worse um so yeah there's that um so i'm so yeah I've, i'm i'm happy to be here i'm happy to have money in my pocket and there's just one less thing i have to worry about for the moment um but salute to all y'all um uh, my heart goes out to everybody um yeah, fuck it my heart goes out to everybody at half price books man y'all stay strong bro um uh i want to give flowers uh i want to start off giving flowers to quest love uh mr amir thompson um quest love so you know you know we've been they've been doing on ig live a lot of the mixes a lot of the dj mixes and the club quarantine shout out to d nice um and yes, d nice did definitely pave the way for a lot of people what people are doing after him mm-hmm. he got a lot of he definitely got a lot of follows and a lot of views um but I think the thing that I like most about what's happening is that it's kind of bringing back that pirate radio vibe where you can get a different vibe with each d j and whatever it is you're into um it's like club hopping and Questlove, I think, does the most to be educational, right? And it, it, his his mixes are part podcast, part club experience, and also kind of part like music class lecture because Questlove is formally trained. And so, like when Bill Withers died, by the way, uh, we definitely want to recognize the um, passing of music legend Bill Withers, uh, 81 years old. Um, a lot of people generationally might not know that. And, you know, we always talk about how there's kind of a generational disconnect and how people learn about older content. And Quest Love went out of his way to do a whole set, he went for like two or three hours. Of just straight Bill Withers and talking to people about the history of each song and talking to people about the samples that those songs led to and kind of bridging those generational gaps.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, which is what I really I I respect that about Questlove man. I I and you know very educational.
1: And and it's it's in his nature to be that way. He's always been kind of an encyclo a living encyclopedia of of music. And this is the perfect platform for him. You know, it's unstructured. It's un, it's unregulated. It's just him sh- genuinely sharing music with people and, and not just the music itself, but the magic behind the music. And you got to, you got to right. appreciate that. You got to, you have to appreciate what a treasure he is to, to be in a position to do stuff like that.
0: And honestly, it made me start listening to his podcast more. Um, Questlove Supreme. I didn't. I didn't know it was on Spotify. I thought it was just a Pandora exclusive. But
1: yeah.
0: uh-huh. I'm. I I dig it, man. I you know. I was today I was just, years old when I realized oh, that. Do I? I said I was today years old when I realized that. Thank you. Yeah. Um. Uh. I, I was listening to the Johnny Gill episode and just listening to him, really dig into why we will probably not see another new edition reunion for some time. Uh I'm sure the fact that he ran off with that with that name uh <laughs> might have a little to do with it. Might have something to do with <laughs> it. <laughs> um so yeah, Flowers to Quest Love. Um am that's one of the things I'm gonna be sad when everybody gets gets jumps out, gets out of the house again because um that viewership will definitely go down <laughs> um i'm a lot of these viewerships will go down and i'm i'm kind of sad i'm kind of sad about it in advance but i appreciate it while it's here so um yeah i i i really want him to keep doing this thing um did i have what did i have a, okay humans ain't shit so this week's humans ain't shit. I wanted to talk. Jamel Hill. You know, Jamel Hill, since she has been let go from ESPN, um is very fearless in the shit she says on Twitter. Yes. Uh, to say has yes. No, And um Jamel Hill basically has some commentary about Robert Kraft. Now for those of you who don't know, Robert Kraft, who owns uh, the Patriots, correct. Uh, Robert Kraft sent um, like I don't know, like over a million masks. You know, one of the one of the things that's in short supply right now in the in the medical facilities is um, medical masks, so people so so people can uh, reduce their chances of getting sick. And uh he has donated like over a million masks. And he donated a million masks to the Trump administration for them to do whatever they want with them. Um Jamil Hill wanted to remind us on Twitter that the uh the narrative that to not to not uh forget the narrative and forget the fact that Robert Kraft donated a lot of money to Trump to get elected in the first place. And that she ultimately he's just helping out his investment. And people responded kind of badly, like people responded kind of viciously. And they, um, as they're they're prone to do, as they're prone to do is Twitter kind of untimely. And they were like, it's maybe this isn't the time for that. And I see the, I, me and Randall talked about this before recording. I I get their point. I understand that we're going through something that's affecting a lot of people. A lot of lives are being lost um, in the the interim of us not being fully equipped for it. Um, And so time is of the essence. And so if a bad man is doing a good thing, why not just let it happen? Um, I understand that what we also have to consider is we also, we always have to look at how we get to a place Mm -hmm. and that he funded the person that is currently in office who is blowing this, who we knew then was not equipped to deal with such a thing. Um, And we have to look at that especially because this is the first time in a long time where someone is in office that the american that the american people did not vote for in a majority.
1: Yeah. It's it's I mean you you hit it right on it uh, hit the nail right on the head. It's just um I mean I I personally wouldn't have said anything just just considering the timing of it. But at the same time I understand that I understand her need to remind people, uh, before, before they, before they change the narrative on who he is, before they change the narrative on what, what Robert Kraft has done. Um, she's just very quickly interjecting and reminding people, hold up before y'all start, you know, giving this dude the congressional medal of freedom, just remember, just remember this, that, and the third. All right. Now carry on. Um, but it's just the, the, the timing of it was unfortunate. But it, right. It is what it is.
0: And you know, I I bring it up and I bring it up in human Ain't shit only to kind of impress upon people that multiple things can be true. And um we can uh, and we we should in this age have enough have enough uh have the mindset to be able to unpack these things and one not have to negate the other. Yes. Um yes, Robert Kraft is currently doing a good thing. Yes, Robert Kraft is also doing a good thing um after kind of being a part of the chain of events that led to it um so we can we can we can take something for what it is right now um and also be be mindful of history. So that it does not repeat itself. Yep. Um and that's really all I have on that. Um also, you know, I and and also just on a random side note, uh fuck the Patriots.
1: Oh. Completely. With or without Tom Brady, by the way.
0: <laughs> that happened while we were gone. Tom Brady's yeah. gone.
1: He's going to Tampa what Bay. The, what,
0: what the fuck first of all, how did the, I don't even know how they let that happen. Something must be wrong with Tom Brady that we don't know about.
1: I don't know. I think he's at the end of his career, and it's just it's just time for him to start, start ramping it down. So I
0: don't know. I, I don't care. But, That's crazy. I mean, fuck him. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Agree. Um, Song of the Week. Uh, now, this one is one that I stumbled onto recently. Um, shout out to Marcus Black over at the Remedy, Mr. Goodbar. Um, he's doing some man. I have to say, I th- and I this is this is high compliments. Marcus Black is doing some real hot shit. Him and uh, uh, Grandfather Clock, I believe he has DJing over there uh, at the Remedy. They're doing some hot shit. Um, you don't get a lot of those DJ mixes anymore that are just kind of catching a good r&b vibe right
1: and it's, and, and it's the the thing that i appreciate about the remedy um not too far of an aside is that a lot of a lot of people who dj either play classics or current hits so they, they they play very familiar music i do like the fact that the remedy mixes in a lot of music that's that's new discovery that You know, it's a lot of music that I've never heard before. I'm able to go and explore and discover, you know, whole new lanes of music that I hadn't heard before. And for a music head like myself, that is golden.
0: Agreed. And and uh, it's been said before and I've said it on this program is that people are scared to break music. Yep. And uh with that said um i'll just go into this new joint well this joint that i discovered from rob milton this is called Runaway. uh so get comfortable um we're doing this remote but it ain't gotta stop no show i'm still getting i'm still day drinking um <laughs> uh, uh we're gonna make this a good show man and we'll be right back with more opinions while black let's go
2: in the days, playing the purple haze, between an hour and a day, who your money on if they were in the race? Just got a call about tomorrow, couldn't see past the day, just getting late, you're in a hurry, why don't we just run away, run away. Run away! Run away! Run away.
0: And that was "Runaway" by Rob Milton. Uh, I like that. That was a hot one.
1: It's a nice, nice joint. I, I think you uh, you um, compared it to like a like a foreign exchange.
0: Very, type of sound. very foreign exchange. Very kind of leave it all behind era. Foreign exchange. Yeah. Shout out to like Darian Brockington, all them. Very uh, nice vibe. I like that. Very, very nice vibe. So thank you. So uh, if you're listening, which I'm sure he is, uh thank you, Mr. Goodbar, uh, for that one. And if you are not if you are not aware, locally listen to the remedy every Saturday yep. from six to eight on KPFT.
1: KPFT ninety point one.
0: Or you can um or if you are not local, you can uh catch the archives on Mixcloud. Uh so yeah, that's there's our plug. Um speaking of music, we have not done new music in a while. Mm. Um some some music has dropped in our absence. Uh the Janae album. Yes.
1: She is the the current reigning ambassador of hurt bitches everywhere. I love her music. <laughs> i've been a fan for a while man hey if you if your man has ever fucked over you Janae aiko has a
0: song for you i'm telling you toxic love if you just need if you just need a good song to 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 catch a vibe and you know you need something to catch a vibe while you're scrolling through you scrolling through your your man's social media through your fake account (laughs)
1: If you just unlock your man's phone by holding his face in front of it while he's sleeping, <laughs> this is the soundtrack that's playing behind you. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, man. What would the world be without that toxic love? If you, uh, if
1: you in a Zoom chat with your girlfriends, and all of y'all are comparing how y'all niggas ain't shit,
0: <laughs> this is the song being
1: played in the background, or the
0: album being played in the background. If your son... Misses misses his uncle because daddy's because daddy's home all the time now. <laughs> <laughs> J- Jay Colombo is for you. Oh, Damn. <laughs> uh, um, I had to say I was really enjoy. I I really enjoyed it, and and um, it was a. It- <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. It, was, it was a vibe I have to say um, toxic or not it was a vibe and I can say Pussy Fairy is going to end up in a playlist somewhere
1: I was already um, on a few of them
0: right, I right. To, yeah um, uh, I was feeling the features um, Not too, uh, I love a good and it was a good long album yeah we don't get we don't get long albums anymore that don't just tire me out.
1: It was a good vibe, man. I I yeah. was I was here for it. I like I said I,
0: she's been consistent. I've been a fan of, fan of hers for a while. Right. You know? Yeah, I was definitely digging that. Um what else came out? Party Next Door.
1: Yes. And this album was very much a Party Next Door
0: album. It was it and, and and you know what I like that. I like that we have artists that it's not broken and they don't try to fix it like I compare them to like music soul child yeah. music soul child been making been catching the same vibe for twenty years
1: and it and it doesn't seem like um like even though he's been doing that party next door has been doing it, it doesn't seem like he's worn out his welcome
0: on it if
1: that makes any sense not at all like it still it still feels
0: refreshingly decent. Now, I will say I was surprised that I liked it more than The Weekends album. I'm not... Uh, week- I wanted to like that album more. It was kind of mid for me, man. Yeah, The
1: Weeknd just... You know, The Weeknd just... I don't know, man. He's always kind of made sleepy music, but, you know, it started when he cut his hair.
0: <laughs> I, you know, I guess that's what it is. Alcohol, pills, and depression sex just don't hit the same... When you're married. Yeah, yeah. I guess married life just hit him hard. I don't know. You cut your hair, get married, try to clean up.
1: You just don't make good music anymore.
0: I just, I liked it better when he was reckless, man. When he was mad reckless.
1: He needs to make a couple bad decisions so he can get back on track with his music.
0: I'm saying, man, I don't like when when good artists sober up. Like, (laughs) this has been my problem with the Red Hot Chili Peppers for years, man.
1: You know, if if you're a musician and you live past the age of twenty seven, you're not doing it right.
0: You man, if you're a musician and you live past the age of twenty seven and you're sober, man, make all your good music before you, before thirty. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, and you know, this never stops, white people. Keith Richards didn't stop doing drugs because it was the right thing to do. Keith Richards stopped doing drugs because dr- they weren't making drugs strong enough for him anymore. That's what he said. <laughs> he said that shit. Damn. I'm just saying, don't mess up a good thing, That's man. Frightening. We're not. By the by the way, we're not seriously no. No. encouraging no. people to ruin their lives <laughs> for good. <laughs> not at all. Um, uh, because you know. Adele got some new shit coming out, and you know she's married. Mm. Oh, wait, she got divorced. She got divorced. Oh, that's just gonna be hard. That shit's gonna be lit. <laughs> Real talk. This is her first or um, second divorce. This first divorce. <sighs> okay. Ooh. Oh man. This this is going this is gonna go back to the nineteen days. Mm-hmm. She's about to inspire another Beyonce album. Woo! They ain't ready. Um mm. What other, what other new music? Oh, New Tank. This one was interesting. Tank dropped a little EP. And it was, I, I liked that. Now, I have to admit, he got me spoiled on the sex music. But this album, this EP was not that. This was just eight songs of him being in love.
1: It's very stripped down, very minimalist. It felt like a suite more than anything. Yep, and it was it was actually refreshing because it, it it felt it felt very adult and very very safe. I didn't feel like he was doing push-ups in a wife beater while he was recording this. <laughs> now, I mean, on the cover, he's still showing his chest meat, so I, you know, we, he's still
0: trying I mean, to market he, it. That's, he still got to sell it. Weird. Let's let's be let's keep it a buck. He's still got to sell it. He still got to sell it. But it was actually
1: uh, refreshingly
0: decent. It was just him and the piano, and yeah. it. It was the kind of vibe like he just showed up in an old club he used to play at and just sat in for a couple of songs shirtless. and shirtless, <laughs> of course. <therefore. laughs> and he just tried some shit out. And um I have to say it was a very it was a very nice vibe. And um there are definitely a lot of people um with quarantine bays that that um <laughs> Are gonna put that to good use, man. That's a nice vibe. It's a nice Sunday evening vibe. There's gonna be
1: so uh, many, so many kids born in December.
0: <laughs> right.
1: To these albums,
0: uh, man. Let's see. Um, what else we got? Oh, so I know I had feelings about this. I know I watched it. D Randall, did you watch Tiger King?
1: As of twenty four hours ago, I I finally caved in. And watched Tiger King. Yes, I
0: did. Um, let me go ahead and just open up with your thoughts. It is
1: one of the most unique and indescribable things I've ever seen. If I, if I tried to explain to my parents, for example, what it was about, I would have trouble explaining to them. Because I would have to explain to them that it's the it's a documentary about um, a, a a gay polygamous um, owner of exotic animals who may who may have tried to kill a woman who may have murdered her husband and fed him. Two tigers, <laughs> and that is the least weird description that I could offer of it. Uh, th- th- there's this is this is this show is if Danny McBride wrote The Sopranos, <laughs> that's what this show would be. <laughs> it's it's weird, it's not it's not the best pure crime documentary, but it is one of those things that you cannot make up. No, I don't. I, no one with a sober mind could, could make this up script the way that it's been written or, or portrayed and present it to any network and be like, here, I got an idea for a show and you come up with this, this, this only writes itself because it's, it's the, it's the truth and it's dude,
0: it is out there, like out there. Agreed. Agreed. It is wild. It is a wild ride um, I called it uh Craig Lindsay quoted me in an article recently. I was quoted as saying it is the Sopranos on meth. <laughs> and that's exactly what it is. It is it is it is a power struggle between backwater uh uh sexually fluid white people oh, okay. over over animal reserves over big cat reserves yeah that is some wild shit so and and the thing is somebody i i can't find the tweet that mentioned it but someone mentioned that the it's so wild that whenever a wild thing happens they don't give you long to focus on it because another wild it's leading up to another wild thing happening <laughs> yes they just politely glaze over snakes in the mailbox.
1: Just, just like, hey, I just had to, you know, I woke up one morning and there were snakes in the mailbox. All right, next segment. I'm like, what? Wait, who?
0: <laughs> they go from snakes in the mailbox to this dude opening up a pizza shop <laughs> where you get to eat pizza surrounded by tiger cages. And... You don't get to fo- And you don't get to focus on the fact that they called it Zooters <laughs> instead of Hooters because then they have to go into the fact that the pizza is made with expired Walmart meat. <laughs> Dumped from the back of a truck. From the back of a truck. I thought that meat was for the tigers. And they're feeding it to people. Marvin Zendler would kill this man.
1: Man, Marvin Zendler would have been like, I'm not going anywhere close to that shit.
0: <laughs> man. And then, and, and and it's always something wilder. Like, the two moments that were the funniest to me that they glazed over real quick was when Joe Exotic uh, swore that, that someone was trying to have him killed Uh, by putting cologne on his shoes so that the tiger (laughs) would be attracted to it and eat it. Yes, Because that tiger definitely attacked him and tried to drag him. Dragged him around. And no one came to help him. (laughs) And everybody was just filming. Nobody helped him. I thought we were going to see a guy get eaten by a tiger. And that was how Tiger King was going to (laughs) end. And then he pulled his gun and let a shot off and had to escape the tiger den by himself. The other funny part was where the guy that screwed over Joe exotic, Jeff Lowe, who, by the way, I'm reading just announced that uh, Jeff Lowe just announced that there is another episode of tiger King that did not originally make it. That is going to be released. Um, so, Jeff Lowe was doing some B-roll where he was playing with the lion. And it was supposed to be just some playful B-roll with him and his wife. He was playing with the lion. And the lion started playing too hard. Yeah. Yeah. And it turned into a wrestling match. He had to slap the
1: lion a couple times. I was like.
0: He had to like slap and punch the lion. And he was still getting his ass whooped. And they had to hose the lion away. That was the funniest shit in the world Man. to me. I love it when the animals win. This
1: this show is just this show is nothing but white people whiting.
0: I <laughs> knew, I knew meth was involved because one, there was not a black person in sight not in this entire a single one. And two, there were only like two or three characters in this whole thing that had teeth. <laughs> So I knew what was happening. Man, I know messes when I see them.
1: It It's 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 amazing just how like how Cavalier shit happens. Like two things that we see kind of on camera. Well, one of them we kind of see on camera. One of them's off camera. Uh, we see an employee get her arm ripped off by a tiger. We don't really see At it. The beginning together. of the episode. Yes, that's like episode one. Or two. Whatever. It's at the beginning of the episode. And she's just laying there just calm. Like, yeah, go ahead and tourniquet that joint up.
0: Uh, and she's back at work. Like, <laughs> like nothing. Not only that, they glazed over the fact that once it happened, Joe Exotic ran in his office and came out with a paramedic's jacket on. Like, that was going to calm the situation down with the customer?
1: and Well, the first thing that he said after that, which got me, was I'm never going to recover from this financially. <laughs> Bro, your employee is missing half an arm. <laughs> and the crazy part is, no, she actually still had one. She still had a semi-functioning hand. And when the doctor told her it's going to take two years of reconstructive surgery, she was like,
0: nah, shit, I don't get this shit, just go and take that off. That was one. Was it- well, this is America. She probably couldn't afford it. They weren't paying them people much. A hundred dollars a week. Well, that was a hundred dollars a week. She couldn't afford that. And she wasn't getting in the joint side wasn't giving them people insurance. No, she couldn't afford two years of reconstructive surgery. She said just cut it off. Yeah. That's the decisions you have to make about health care in America. That's one. Do I want to have a hand? <laughs> Do I want to be broke? And have a hand? <laughs> That's wild. That's, That's wild, so dude. And the other dude ain't got no legs. Yes, yes. And they seem to be the most chill ones.
1: Man, and then like your your boy uh, Joe's second husband, quote unquote, just blew his head off in the office while his uh, cam- while his campaign manager dude was sitting there, just like, "Yo, okay."
0: Did he really? Can we talk? Can we talk about the fact that the way he convinced? First of all, we have to talk about how predatory this man is. Because he dead ass told that man. He he dead ass um, looked at that man, and when he told him he wasn't gay, he said, "When you watch porn, do you like to watch a man and a woman? Do you like to watch a man with a small penis or a man with a big penis?" And he said, "I guess I, wa- I guess I watch the ones with the big penis." He said, "Okay, then you gay." And that man went for that and said, "Now, now pass me that meth." And by the way, the dude's nineteen years old. At nineteen, that's some predatory ass shit. And the dude that he learned all this from, Doc Antle, that dude, they they, they smooth glazed over the the fact that he was a. Polygamous
1: cultist, but your boy, but yeah, Doc Am- Am- Amble, whatever his name is, he knew the game, so he knew exactly everything to say. He very carefully choreographed every bit of footage that was, that oh, was absolutely. made of him.
0: He knew absolutely, what he, was doing. he sure did. And he even looked at the people when they asked him questions. He's like, I've been doing this too long, I know what y'all trying to railroad me into. He dead ass said that shit. He was like, I know what y'all trying to frame this as. Y'all trying to get me in trouble for y'all trying to get me in trouble for pedophilia." Fuck that.
1: I just, I just never realized that the the world of exotic animals was so competitive
0: and and so janky. And the world of exotic animals in in the deep south. Let's keep it a buck. Yeah, that's true there are some Steve Irwins out there that mean the world some good, but these were not those people. I'm just the, Irwin's have, the Irwins have teeth in their head.
1: I'm just tripping that Carol Carol Baskin would quote unquote rescue animals, but then keep them in cages that were worse than the shit that she rescued them from,
0: and was doing the same shit to her employees. She said she didn't have employees that she had Volunteer. volunteers. And she wouldn't even know their name until they reached like level 5 volunteer. That's Scientology. Yeah, man. And was paying them nothing. Nothing. Are you fucking kidding me? By the way, rumor has it Carol Baskin about to get her own uh, her own little documentary by herself. Um, No bullshit. Okay. Your t- uh, t- t- uh, That's your the episode of Snap for Your Ass. Yeah. She better be careful in that shit, because somebody's going to find some shit that she don't want them to find. I'm telling you, these documentaries is getting mad detective-like. I, it, it took Dream Hampton to bring R. Kelly down. hmm I'm just saying, she better watch her ass. She watch her ass. Uh, with that boring-ass husband. <laughs>
1: mitch mcconnell looking ass
0: that her her second husband that man definitely has sex with his socks on um i'm just saying but yeah um so um yeah tiger king was some wild ass shit man and i i have to say netflix is getting good at these goofy ridiculous as a matter of not just netflix um The whole landscape is getting good with these goofy, larger-than-life documentary. Uh, HBO got McMillions. <laughs> I watched a few episodes of that. That one,
1: that one's kind of weird too.
0: Uncle Jerry's a wild dude, but McMillions is just
1: a straight-up scam. And, and yeah. just, we all kind of knew at the time, like, oh man, ain't nobody gonna get no board place, <laughs> <Some laughs> boardwalk right place. Black people already know. We knew it. Like, shit, if I get some free fries, I'm good. I know I ain't getting that shit. They ain't I even got more pieces out there. Meal.
0: Just get my damn Happy Meal, let me be all. Yeah. Um, Can I use this now? Do yeah. I have to come back and use it? Right.
1: If I walk out and come right back in, do that count? Because <laughs> that's what I'm going to do.
0: And on that note, it is time for Drake Watch. Oh. <laughs> Haven't done that in a minute. Uh, Drake Watch. Um. Dedicated to uh, what six God's doing, who six God is doing it with, and are there coded messages to Rihanna in it? Um, so Drake finally revealed pictures of his son, and I have to say, when he said that I wasn't, I was hiding my child from the world, or like I wasn't hiding my child from the world, I was hiding the world from my child. I see why he did now. Because y'all don't know how to act. Yeah. Y'all talked about that baby so bad. <laughs> Called that baby a Chucky doll and shit. Damn. And then I read some shit that somebody said, oh, well, it's fine because he, cause he's light-skinned. He'll be all right. Man, if that had been Blue Ivy, y'all would have been ready to fight in the street. Yep. Y'all don't keep the same energy about a damn thing. That baby looks like y'all. Drake's mama, though. Uh, yes, Absolutely. Baby I mean, you know he's that he he comes from seventy five percent whiteness, yeah, so that was just gonna happen um so yeah, y'all ain't shit, y'all don't keep the same energy about shit um uh oh, he also came out with a new song, the Tootsie slide
1: Drake is much like every other celebrity from the last month Drake. Drake feels awkward by not being in front of people, and he's he just yeah. does not know how to like he's literally in his in his house, making up songs and dances and shooting videos like we finally got <laughs> no. to see how poorly how poorly decorated his house is
0: uh yes that too and that
1: shit looks um. like a suit mart <laughs> shit looks like a cheap furniture showroom.
0: But we know that, but he does it because he knows that shit gonna go up. Now that could also very well just be him. He could have just recorded that video as a result of social distancing.
1: Oh, I mean, he definitely did that. I mean, there's only did one it. other person in it.
0: Yeah, he definitely. And they did. all had, and they all had ski masks on. That was the only thing that was odd to me. You doing a you doing, doing a dance called the to tootsie Slide in a ski mask? What is it? Is that some Canadian shit? That's weird. That's weird. And
1: well, I mean, it's again, it's Drake, and just like every other celebrity, he's he's stuck in the house and doesn't have shit to do.
0: Yeah, and he knows, it's, and he knows it's still gonna go up on social media. Let's keep it up. It ain't stopping shit. He knows it's still gonna go up on social media. It's still gonna go up in the club if we ever make. Back to the club. He did it for the TikTok. Right. Um, Jordan Woods and her sisters were uh were just doing that shit on TikTok. Not that I not that I keep up with Jordan Woods that hard, but uh <laughs> um so yeah, you know, it's still going down. Um he knows he knows he's at a at a point of being Teflon. I mean he's well past that point, let's be honest. He can't. He can't lose at this point. And as a matter of fact, he's been winning for a, longer than a lot of rappers in the past generation or so. Um, so yeah, um, you know that's that's. I guess that's just that's the latest with Drake. Um, in his house, bored doing the Tootsie Slide. These girls gonna be doing it. We're gonna see a Tootsie Slide challenge. It's it's now. It is not going to surpass this shit that Megan got everybody doing though. The which one? The the what is it? The the Captain Hook joint.
1: I I, I don't think I've seen that one.
0: It, I I think this is the one. That, there's one. There's one that's like the Savage Challenge, and then there's one to that other joint she put out, Captain Hook, and. Everybody been doing both of them, but Megan just put out a video of her doing it and killed everybody. Killed everybody else who's had a Captain Hook challenge, as she should. My only thing is, I don't think Megan been social distancing. No, <laughs> no. Her hair, her hair looked too good. <laughs> She's not doing it herself. She's not doing that. Well, no, no. You know, I take it back. She from most cities. She can do hair. Most city chicks, most city chicks can do hair. Most city chicks that go to school for nursing usually can do hair. That's true. Be, That's true. They be the most well-rounded CNAs you ever met in your life.
1: <laughs> she keep a toothbrush, a toothbrush, and gel in the Tooth- purse at all times.
0: Edge control be stupid. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. Megan is a Megan is a well-rounded chick. I like her. She's Um, definitely well-rounded.
1: Stupid. Um, Like
0: an old pervert. (laughs) Goddamn. Um. So what else? Oh, so speaking of IG, um, you know the big thing lately has been these IG producer songwriter battles. Um, yeah. Now, from a producer standpoint, uh, D. Randall, mm-hmm. what, is, what, is, what is your take here? What is your takeaway from this? I like it.
1: I, I, I mean, I, I think it's a it's a good idea on paper. What I would have preferred for them to do, well, and I know a lot of this started with people like, "Hey, while we got all this downtime, Timberland and Pharrell, man, y'all should get on IG and go head to head." Head to head. No For me, I'm like, that's that's a good idea. It's, it's entertaining. Um, I would prefer if they played like more unreleased stuff or even some unfinished things or things where they could get the sample clear. Like just a lot of things that we haven't heard before because you and I can easily go to Spotify and make our own list of, you know, songs to battle back right. and forth with with their hits but uh but it was it was actually a decent um it was a decent diversion
0: for the, um, for the time being and, and. and there have been some there have been some good ones you know i heard i heard it was postponed i don't know if that's true or not but tonight there was supposed to be uh let me get this right baby face and oh i don't have it in front of me but the fact that Babyface has gotten involved yeah, is a okay. huge deal.
1: Once, once it goes past the first week, um, we're we're starting to get into let's move on to something else territory.
0: Okay. Just, a, <laughs> just, about. I, I don't, maybe it was Babyface and Teddy Riley. I don't know, but um, that's gonna be a lot of 1996 shit. But um, <laughs> but like. I do like the fact that it is putting people up on music that they didn't know these people made, mm-hmm. and let's be honest, it's these people getting their Spotify clicks up. Yeah, because you go to Spotify want to hear that shit. Yep,
1: yep. And Spotify on the side note, Spotify man, y'all know that people that more people are listening to Spotify now since they're they're stuck at home. Y'all need to update those payouts and pay these people more money, pay these artists more money.
0: People, hey, like on real for, talk.
1: on the for real, for real. Because I, I, when I logged into Spotify earlier, and yes, I'm using y'all by name. Y'all are talking about matching donations to artists. Um, you know, y'all trying to get $10 million for artists. Why don't y'all just start paying motherfuckers? Y'all pay the lowest out of anybody in the other audio streaming services. Just do that since you know
0: uh, people Is that tour true? right now. Yeah, they pay the least. Damn, I did not know that. Wow. Uh yeah so yeah get uh, yeah Spotify get the let out. I didn't know that damn um and some of these battles like let's see now Timbaland versus Swiss Beats
2: <laughs>
0: I feel like Tim I feel like Timberland was taking it easy on Swiss because and I I guess they had just I guess they were just keeping it to top forty or maybe even top twenty because. Tim got more joints than that that could have put Swiss to sleep.
1: He does, and I and I think Timberland had already done some kind of battle with someone the day before. And he didn't. He didn't. He was trying not to double up on the stuff he'd already done, which which again is why I say like y'all y'all should just go through and just play your unreleased shit. That that shows me
0: what you really got in the chain. Right. And um, let's see, Neo versus Jonte Austin. Now that was um, lit. Yeah. yeah, I didn't I didn't catch that one, but uh Neo got slept.
1: I can tell you on paper that
0: um, <laughs> Neo wasn't Neo wasn't going to win that one. Neo got yeah. slept. He was playing too much of his shit. Yeah.
1: A lot of people may not know John T. Austin by name, but you you would know him by his catalog if he showed. You've you. definitely heard something he has done.
0: You know, Neo is not Neo is not on that level. Nope. Um just John Tate had had at least three Aaliyah songs. <laughs> just off the rip. That's good win. <laughs> just off rip. And and um and then he has Mariah Carey's whole emancipation era to work with. Mm. That right there on its own is unfuckable. Yeah. Um Neo wasn't fucking with it. And um you know, he did have a Beyonce song in the tuck and that was cute.
1: <laughs> is it irreplaceable, whatever it is? To the left, yeah. to the left. Yeah. So that's about it. That's about all you're getting, you get, know? yeah. Neil. Sorry,
0: sir. Um so yeah, that was it. It was entertaining. It was lit. Um Manny Fresh versus Scott Storch. Woo. That was Creed versus Drago. Hey. Like
1: Manny Fresh came in talking cash, money, shit, pun intended.
0: Cash shit. Had all them skits lined up about Scott Storch on cocaine yeah. and shit. And and Scott just
1: Scott just waxed that ass. It was it was it was not even close. <laughs> it
0: was not even close. That that battle went on for like an hour and a half, two hours. That was an hour and a half too long. It was it was painful to watch. Now, 30 minutes in, he got to the point where he played You Got Me from the Roots. <laughs> It's been it had been over ever
1: since. Yeah. As he played the keys on top of the part that he played on the song.
0: Oh, that was the most embarrassing part, is that each song, he would start playing the piano accompaniment right there just to show y'all it's not a game.
1: Now, there was one thing that, that was a slight cheat code for Scott, is that most of those songs he didn't actually produce, but he played on them. Whereas Manny Fresh produced... All of his tracks. Now that doesn't change the outcome. Manny that is, got that I was gonna say, waxed. he took a
0: slip. <laughs> he got that ass waxed. Yeah. Look, Scott Storch's range is just too wide.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like you said, once he went to the roots, that just showed you. Oh, okay, we're about to we we're about to move into dimensions that Manny cannot go
0: into right now. Right. He he doesn't Manny Fresh doesn't have anything that can compete on that R and B level. But I will tell you this.
1: Take any of those songs that Manny played and put those in the club down here.
0: Oh, yes. Scott Storch would get shut out. Completely. Oh, yes. If I agree. If if they had done that in the club, Manny Fresh would have had an easy advantage. Yeah. because Manny Fresh, when he, like his DJ mixes... Fire.
1: His DJ mixes are my favorite of the ones that have been on IG because it, it's I, I i did not realize until this week that there is a bounce music version of everything.
0: Facts. Just like white people got a house mix for everything. Black people got bounce mix for everything.
1: I'm ready to hear the bounce mix version of Amazing Grace. I know it's out there.
0: They got it. They got it. It's out there.
1: Featuring Big uh, Freedia. I know it's out there. <laughs>
0: Um, what else have oh last night was T Pain versus Lil Jon. I
1: oh, man, I missed that one because I would have enjoyed that one.
0: It was that was more that was more enjoyable on a concert level than a battle level. <laughs> that was more enjoyable for just being lit yeah. and taking everybody back to the good old days when when you were dropping it low and making bad decisions. <laughs> Um, a bunch of people I know were taken right back to college, yeah. um, and uh, so that was more for that. On as opposed to um, as opposed to trying to decide a real decisive winner. Nobody was arguing about T Pain versus Lil Jon, right? Just like nobody, nobody gave a damn about Tory Lanez versus French Montana. I'm glad that I was never informed. I something. didn't see it. I didn't give a damn.
1: Yeah. And I, you, you're probably not the only one.
0: I wasn't watching that shit. Tory, Tory Lane's talk too, talk too much shit as it is.
1: And ain't got no hands.
0: Ain't got no hands. And meanwhile, I'm still trying to figure out how French Montana knocks Nile Lathan down. Tristan, he, Tristan said he was bored. <laughs> no, she was bored. She had to.
1: She had been bored
0: with never mind. (laughs) Um, on that note, we will take a quick break. We'll be right back with more opinions while black. You are experiencing opinions while black sober conversation with the least sober team in podcasting. Pour Pour up. And we are back. You're mm-hmm. black. Yes, we are. You're opinionated. Most and certainly. I am drunk.
1: I am. I'm more insane than anything. Like, I'm drunk off cabin fever at this point. Ah, gotcha, you,
0: gotcha, you, gotcha. You.
1: But yesterday, if you would have asked me, it would have been watermelon Ciroc.
0: Hey. <laughs> oh, man. Yesterday, I was making margaritas and shit. See, I get all my work done during the day, and then, and then work out, and then by dinner time, I consider the office closed. <laughs> by about seven, I can get chocolate wasted. That's how you do it. Um, and uh, oh, as a matter of fact, because i I know what I'll be doing after dinner tonight. Um, well, you'll this will already be out, and it'll be over by then, but. Uh, I live tweet Westworld uh, every Sunday night on the Opinions While Black Twitter, Opinions Black. Okay, Insecure season premiere, um, that starts next Sunday. I'll be live tweeting that as well. I am definitely looking forward to uh, more awkward black girls behaving badly.
1: And I'm looking forward to hopefully less Amanda Seals, but
0: we'll see. Far less Amanda Seals. Hopefully, uh, hopefully a little more Gabrielle Davis. I would like a lot more of that myself. Thank goodness. Yeah, I think we'd all like a little bit, a little more of that. Um, it is time for white people must be stopped. Let's go. Um, I, I, I'm not on my on top of my shit. Oh, white people must be stopped. Uh first and foremost um white people trying to stop us that must be stopped. Comcast basically the Supreme Court basically gave Comcast the win in that uh racial discrimination suit with Byron Allen.
1: Yeah.
0: Now Byron Allen had been at the forefront of this for a long time.
1: Yeah, and it, and it made it through the, it made it through the appeals court. Uh, It made it to the lower court before it made it uh, up to the Supreme court. And ultimately the Supreme court ruled that because he is the one filing that complaint, that the burden of proof is on him to state that Comcast would have behaved with any other business in the same way that they behaved with him, regardless of color. So while, while it's not completely thrown out yet, he does have a chance somehow. It's probably a slim chance um, to go back and deliver whatever type of proof to show that Comcast behaved in the way that they did only because he's African American and that they would not have discriminated against someone else in that, in that way. So the, the burden of the proof is on him, but it's a slim shot at
0: best. Um, yeah. And, I always say shit like that is difficult because we know when some shit is racist. Yeah, you know what I mean. We know when some shit is racist, but convincing someone else who doesn't sleep in our skin and doesn't kind of have that innate sense of when racism is going down is always awkward. Yeah, and you know now, now
1: if somebody told me they did this because. Byron, Al- Byron Allen was trying to buy NBC. I would actually believe him. <laughs> this is the one case where I would believe him.
0: Um, I will say, first of all, Byron Allen might fuck around and buy NBC. He, he absolutely could, probably. So let and and let's, let after this, it's it it might not be out of ruled out. Because um, Byron Allen, we're losing this situation. He's already stated his mandate, yes, and that he's going to just acquire several channels and several networks until until these motherfuckers have to. Until he is a he has a controlling interest. Yeah, and it's so Comcast can laugh a, now.
1: There's a long history of people of color trying to accumulate in the choir assets in mass and then having the powers that be so to speak uh shut them down through unscrupulous means in order to prevent them from doing so we know that there's a history of that so it's, it's kind of whack that the bird to proof is on him to prove like oh no they wouldn't do that to you uh they would do i mean they would do that to anyone not just you you're like i really feel right. this man we all been doing this shit for hundreds of years all right bit
0: and so yeah I, they it's one of those things they can laugh now, but uh byron allen Byron allen is one of those people who just has proven that he cannot be stopped, mm-hmm. and he is definitely coming for that ass um the other thing, and this this came up uh kind of while we have been recording. And I wanted to go back and highlight this. Um, I, saw, I saw someone on Twitter, someone by the name of Julie, uh, uh, who is uh, a white feminist, um, who has gotten some shit started on Twitter with this tweet. Does anyone else think the Karen slur is woman hating and based on class prejudice? <laughs> This is maximum white feminism. Stop. <laughs> Stop, what are you, what some, are you talking about? That's some
1: shit that Karen would say.
0: <laughs> I just it, it's it, it's ridiculous. And this this whole notion that uh, it's making it's making a woman the face of racism is it, no, no, it's not so because we've been we've been talking we've been talking bad about brad and accounting
1: for quite some time
0: and for just as long and we've been i mean Billy the
1: whole the whole Karen trope i mean far supersedes anything racism, it's just just white womaning period like when when you ask to see the manager and your haircut looks like an old girl from Kate plus eight, we're not saying that you're racist. <laughs> We're just saying that's some shit that Karen would do. Has nothing to do with racism. Exactly. So don't try to this. this, Don't try to throw. Don't try to jump in front of the racism bus and act like you're about to get hit. That's not what's happening here, young lady.
0: And then try to call it ageist, and that doesn't even make any fucking sense. Shut up, Uh, shut up, Julie. You know what? You know what? You're right, Julie. Like, how about this? Why don't we? I I move that we change. That we changed the Karen trope to Julie. It, it fits. I mean, we that's can, pretty white. There are a lot of interchangeable names that we can use
1: there. I mean, you don't like us using Becky. That's cool. Um, I mean, once you run out of Julie's, we'll yep. use Emma. Um, I
0: ain't going to lie. Keep talking shit. We'll go back to Becky. <laughs> Y'all hated that shit.
1: I mean, those never expire. I'm just saying we could just keep right, right, right. Each right. Other.
0: We're just acquiring. Meredith Susan Susan can get it. Look, <laughs> Even though
1: there's a, there's um, a
0: black lark, So, I'm sorry. But yeah, that's just stupid to me. Like, like quit making some shit about you that isn't about you. It's just like the the hoteps that get mad about being called hoteps. Well, actually hotep means peace. Y'all more worried about the word than the thing or the behavior that the word is describing. Yes. Please fix yourself. Send your racist stories, your racist real-life encounters, along with your listening letters, your questions for myself or D. Randall or any of our guests that we've had on the show. Please send them to opinionswildblack at gmail.com or just log on to opinionswildblack.com and it can be your one stop for all the ways to listen to this program and get in touch with us Mm -hmm. Um, we will be right back uh, with your listener letters and the top three STFUs you are experiencing America's, not America don't let me do that, (laughs) you are experiencing Houston's most savage podcast pour up and we are back Mm. we are black Mm -hmm. we are opinionated I have to tell you I am loving this day drinking shit man
1: you realize right now you can day drink all day every
0: day all day every day all do it day. while I'm working All day. do it while I'm working. Do it while I'm writing every day. every fucking day. This it's amazing one, once in a lifetime opportunity, y'all, man, I stocked up on liquor so hard. the black the black people in line behind me asked me where as literally tried to try to get me to divulge the location of the party. I was like <laughs> one, there's no party. It's just me. To stay home. Stay home. That's not social distancing. (laughs) Uh, So um, it is time for your listener letters. One of the things that I have regretted the least about this program is opening us up to questions from the general public.
1: Uh
0: Um, Let's just get into it. Keith Cooper asks Besides 5G, What's the dumbest conspiracy out there now? Uh, for, for me, what for me it's, it's just 5G. Like eh. That's ridiculous. Uh, a lot 5G, of, yeah. No, go ahead, go ahead, go. Ahead. No, I I'll, I'll let you I'll let you I let you say it up. I was just saying, that's ridiculous. So, let me get this straight. The Gs 1 through 4 were fine. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. But the fifth g yep. is a g too far that i mean we've reached military grade g's right now that's the name of this podcast by the way a g too far <laughs> um that is that is so, that's so stupid and and so i don't even i don't even know where to start with the five g For me, that one tops it. But if I had to go one lower on the stupid conspiracy scale, it would be the one where Corona is out to wipe out a significant amount of the black community. Because we've already seen that there's some people that are catching it that white people ain't ready to sacrifice. Yeah. I mean, when Tom Hanks got it, I was like, oh, shit. Anybody can get it. They're not giving up Tom Hanks. They are not sacrificing Forrest Gump for the cause. <laughs> That's how you know anybody can get it.
1: Uh,
0: anybody can get it. Trump got it
1: well, allegedly. Hey, if 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 Popeye's chicken sandwiches didn't take us out, coronavirus
0: <laughs> <laughs> coronavirus ain't coming for us. That was their best shot right there. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you want to talk about if you want to talk about racism, you want to talk about people trying to wipe out black people. If Trump got it and Rand Paul got it, they're not giving them up to the cause. And they're not giving themselves up for the cause. The minute Trump got it, he wouldn't admit to it, but he just looked up, y'all better fix this shit. <laughs> oh, so did they, did they confirm that he got it? They didn't confirm he no. got it. He didn't touch five people that had it. No, that's true. That's true. Probably. And then, that. Paul, and then according to Rand Paul, according to Rand Paul, him and some other congressmen got it because they were in they were in like a they were in a, the same meeting and they were all putting their hands in the same bowl of jelly beans. Hmm. Okay, <laughs> they don't even they don't sound right. Weird flex, but first okay. Of all, first of all, ain't nobody put ain't anybody just reaching their hand in a bunch of jelly belly. And, and just going for what they know. We, you know, you know, we bad picky about Jelly Belly. That's because white people don't wash their hands. Also true. But we also already, true. We, right. that. we that. Yeah.
1: I, I mean the yeah. five the five G one is is out there. the The most frustrating part for me about the first couple of weeks of the stay at home was I actually had time now to disprove all the little stupid fucking memes and and chain texts that people would send me I would be like okay yeah. let me break this down for you while you're dumb um, and a lot of that most of it revolved around the 5G shit y'all everything is not a conspiracy yes there are forces at work against us but everything is not a fucking conspiracy and even if it were What are you going to do about it? Nothing. They they canceled schools. They canceled schools, apparently, so that no one would see them putting up these black boxes everywhere. Guess what, y'all? They've been putting up cell towers for years. And people were still going to school. If they were constructing more cell towers, do you know who would give a fuck? Nobody. They did not have to cancel school for that shit, y'all. Please stop. Y'all are fucking idiots.
0: You're, you're signal good, and you don't have to wait till 9 o'clock to talk on the phone all that you want. You don't care. Y'all are sitting in a house with Wi-Fi and a microwave
1: and, and, a, and a TV that, that broadcasts a signal into your eyes daily with some type of Alexa or other smart home device listening to your shit all the time, and a phone that has a radioactive signal that you press next to your brain many hours of the day.
0: But y'all if there's already, a conspiracy to get you, it's already got it's you. It's already gotten. Come on, y'all. You're, you're already got. So please, as we have said before on this program, arm yourselves with information. Please. Um, David Santiago asked, oh, this is for me. If weezy asked you to break quarantine and come get it for the next week, are you risking it all or not let me let me let me go ahead and let me be very clear about a couple of things uh before I answer this um as of right now i ha i realize I have made a lot of jokes about social distancing I have made a lot of jokes about how there's no plan and how um people are getting out of control um Harassing people about social distancing, but as of now, because our government is stupid and does not have a plan uh, to contain this virus, the best chance we have to contain this virus is social distancing is practicing good um, good hygienics and just being aware of what we're touching and being and just being overall sanitary. And just keeping our distance and just helping to not spread uh, this disease. Social distancing is of the utmost importance right now. Having said that, would I take a plane? Would I go? Would I fly out to? Would I leave my house, break quarantine, and fly out to New York um, if Wheezy from Horrible Decisions wanted me to? Yes. <laughs>
1: And I would gladly start the GoFundMe for for your
0: respirator at the same time. Gladly, I'd gladly, I'd gladly be there in a full gas mask. <laughs> and if she wanted to be really kinky, we could talk about me taking it off. But, um, David, don't ask questions. You know the answer to. The answer is unequivocally, without a shadow of yes. a doubt. Yes, yes that one is getting taken for the team every time. Yeah. Just 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 swab him
1: down on the way back. Um just y'all just just save one hospital bed for
0: him please. Just save one. Real talk. Just one. Real talk. Put me put me in the bubble. I I do that. They had the bubble boy joint back in the day. Yeah. Put, put me in the bubble I'll do that. Like the little hamster thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all right. Um thank you for that by the way, David. Uh Halaval asks, um, what are some profound things that have impacted you through this crazy time? Um, that's a, that's a heavy one That's, that's a us. heavy question. I'll let D Randall take that one.
1: Um, the word, the word profound is the one that, 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 that scares me a little bit. Cause I almost feel like I have to give like a real, real answer. Um, my honest answer is though, I, I haven't really fully realized what to make of this yet because in I work in IT and for the last two weeks, I had to focus on making my team operate in a mobile fashion. So I've actually spent quite a bit of my time working from home, actually working from home. And in a couple of instances, I've had not even kidding. Fourteen to eighteen-hour workdays because of it. Now, that workload has definitely decreased quite a bit um, since the initial rollout. But I've realized that the reality of working from home is a very real one. At, at the risk of sounding redundant, we we talk about we talk about work-life balance all the time, and we talk about how our society is changing. And that how our society needs to be more flexible to meet those things that we're capable of doing. And for me, even though on some days I've actually worked significantly more hours than I normally do in going into a brick and mortar, I still feel completely rested. I, I feel I feel healthier because I've, I've been focusing on, you know, my exercise and my diet a lot more. And a lot of those things that contribute to workplace frustrations are not there. So I can see that in certain instances it may actually be healthier for Americans in particular to if not full time occasionally work from home to to better that work life balance. I don't I don't think people understand how having how how removing 2 hours of a commute time per day changes my entire day. Like there, Those are two hours that I actually have back that are just wasted because I'm usually just sitting in traffic, going to and from work every day. The, the work-life balance for me is what I think is the most profound revelation because it's something that actually works. And I've actually found that so far, the people that I work with, I actually, knock on wood, get along better with because of it. Because we don't have those frustrations that we bring into the brick-and-mortar workplace every day. So hopefully this leads to a series of discussions on work life balance and really taking a look at how people can can lead healthier lives by not being bound to the grind of like a brick and mortar 9 to 5 if that's not necessary that's it
0: i had, and and that's well said and i've and i've had a similar feeling in that um in the time that i've gone not having a job um, I can definitely say with certitude that it has taught me a, that just looking, at it, observing the way people have been put out, um, as far as um, not being able to work, as far as being furloughed. Um, Tristan just got furloughed. Mm. Um. Um, You know, of course, a lot of friends and a lot of friends and loved ones from Half Price just got put out. Um, I am learning that. This is one of the most this is one of the hardest working countries in the world. We take less vacation than any other country. um, At least in the Western world. Um, And. I am learning that work don't give a fuck about you.
1: Mm-mm.
0: Not only that, I can definitely say, and I've been on this, I've been on this kick a lot towards the end of my time at half price, but I can definitely say um one of the things I've learned is that the worst thing capitalism has done to us as a society is convince us to blame ourselves when it fails us. Yes. Because we're in an era right now where capitalism is failing us. Yes. Um, and this is not me just converting all the way to socialism, because there's some shit I like about capitalism, too. <laughs> um, most of it is me being able to get the shit I want um, expeditiously. Um, But when capitalism fails us, and, and and this is and I, I look at this as far as dating, as far as how we interact with each other, as far as how we treat each other, um, as far as how we um, uh, measure ourselves and each other's value, is that capitalism has told us, has taught us to define our worth based on it. And based on how we move in that system instead of um, our actual character, instead of um, our actual value sets and how we treat and how we relate to the other in this world. And it's, it's, it's I, you know, I can't and I can't upset the system overnight. I don't intend to upset, upset the system. I'm not I'm not nearly educated enough for that but going into my next profession is definitely a lesson that um, I will take seriously going forward.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Point well made. Oh, that was mad. That was mad deep. Yeah, man. Uh, I was way too, I was really sober for that. I, I was, I was way.
2: Too,
0: um, Vanita Johnson asked, where's the merch?
1: Oh, Vanita. I'm gonna let handle this one. <laughs> uh, Vanita, I'll, I'll be honest. Um, going back to the comment that I just made about um fourteen to eighteen hour workdays, I'll be honest. Um I, I do have I do have merch designed. I, I've I've shown some of the designs to uh to Oz. I just haven't thought about it really over the last couple weeks. Um and, you know, at, at this point, I'm just going to go ahead and say we're looking at summer at this point, because even if we get the merch, uh, I'm still not sure how to fulfill it and how to get it to everyone just yet. But just know that it it is being designed. Uh, we just have not come out with specifics on when it will be released. We're going to kind of wait for all this to die down a little bit. Um, Agreed. Agreed. I don't want to do disaster capitalism and make opinions while black face masks. <laughs> but that
0: might be... That might be... All honest. right. All cool. right. Let's, let's put Alex oh. Jones out of business, baby. Let me, let me hit thread threadless and see what they got. <laughs> <laughs> um, As a matter of fact, you know, um, send me what you have. I, I know you sent me one. Yeah. I got a, I got about three or four more. Send me send me those. Let me look at them. I'll 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 uh, focus group them with a couple of people. Bet. Yeah. Um. Uh. So yeah, you can just hit me with those after after we after we're done off air. But um, thank you, Vanita. Um. So you heard it here. Merch coming soon, but not too soon, but soon. Um. If you have any questions for myself or D. Randall or any of our uh, guests that we have from time to time, please um, hit us up at opinionswhileblack at gmail.com or just log on to opinionswhileblack.com and you can get in touch with us any of those particular ways you feel like. (laughs) Um, With that, thank everybody for their questions. It is time for... Top three STFUs. One, two, three, four, who are, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Who are the three people in America that need to shut the fuck up? Number three. God, I miss doing this. Number three. Um, they got to take a joint L. NBA Young Boy and Kodak Black. First of all, <laughs> NBA Young Boy, we running out of names, bro. Uh. They're just putting anything together It's too much, man. What does that mean? so okay, let me see if I can let me see if I can follow this and y'all can follow me. NBA young boy who is married to Floyd Mayweather's daughter Floyd Mayweather's daughter apparently stabbed NBA young Boy's baby moms, got arrested. Apparently, he got her out on bail. But Kodak Black apparently had some shit to say about um, NBA Youngboy cooperating with the police because apparently that's not real nigga shit. Um, And it led to – I'm not even going to replay what NBA Youngboy had to say because none of it made any fucking sense. Yeah, it's incomprehensible Um, to me. It was incomprehensible to the highest degree. Um, But these two niggas going back and forth over... First of all, I don't care if we're married or what. (laughs) If you stab me, you are at least banned from the privilege of me defending you on Instagram. If you stab me or anyone I know, you don't get defended on Instagram. Eh. Um, two. Kodak Black don't you have an open rape case how about people with rape cases don't get to be don't get to start defending random women's honor how about that Um, how about you clean up your own house and then we'll talk about you having something to say about abuse towards women. Uh, um, This is just, this is the blind leading the blind into a UFC cage match with the blind. (laughs) A whole lot of people that need not have anything to say about anything. So Kodak Black, an NBA young boy, Keep making music that I have never listened to and probably will never listen to, and shut the fuck up.
1: They, they, they don't even have to keep making music, actually, since I've heard both. Of them. Just, <laughs> just shut up. Just shut the fuck up on all fronts, please. They just go straight to shut. Just the fuck straight up. to the shut the fuck up part, please. Thank you.
0: Number two. Number two. The people who cannot shut up about the people who watched Tiger King.
1: <laughs> okay, so uh, up until 24 hours ago, I was one of those people, so. <laughs> I, I shut the fuck up and I began watching it. And now I'm hey. telling the people who were talking about people watching it to shut the fuck up.
0: <clears throat> well, and, and see, here's the thing, y'all, is that the people who are railing, who are anti Tiger King, are more annoying than the people that they claim are annoying about Tiger King. Triggered. It's just like the Beyonce people. The people who just need you to know in every conversation that they don't like Beyonce. I want everybody that has something to say about people liking a thing that aren't bothering anybody. I want you to do something for me. The next time you have an opinion about somebody liking a thing, I want you to stop, take a deep breath, and ask yourself honestly who the fuck asked me? And if the answer is nobody, mind your business. <laughs> shut the fuck up and let people like what they like. Very simple. I've been having this problem with a couple of people lately. Like in the past week, like it. Is, black people hate when other black people like something. We just mad. We just burning back mad.
1: Especially if they like some, if it's some non-black stuff that they like.
0: Especially if it's some non-black stuff. I just got into somebody's dance talking about um, blue-eyed soul singers and talking about, I don't know how, I don't understand how people like that stuff. You ain't got to understand it. Ain't nobody asked you. Nobody. Just like the things you like and leave people alone about what they like. The end. Period. End of discussion. Nigga wanted to get, nigga wanted to get all indignant with me. Fuck you. In the meantime, Those of you who are still whining about people liking Tiger King, guess what? It's some more Tiger King coming. There's a lost episode of Tiger King. And then Carol Baskin about to get a spinoff. This bitch got away with murder and she getting a TV deal. (laughs) So it's more coming. Whining ain't going to do any good about it. So just shut the fuck up. Shut up. Shut up.
1: Go back to watching Coffee and Kareem. <laughs> if that's what y'all are watching.
0: Is that a real thing? Coffee and Kareem?
1: Yes. And Taraji P. Henson is partially responsible. No comment. Is she in it? I believe
0: so, yes. Okay. Then I will be watching it. Okay. <laughs> and the number one person who should shut the fuck up, we had to. The- we had to bring his jersey down out of the rafters so he can make yet another championship run at the crown. And that would be none other than Donald Joseph Trump.
1: He is the Shaquille O'Neal of shut the fuck up. How many jerseys has he worn? He
0: is he is the Shaquille O'Neal about to be the LeBron James of shut the fuck up. Just Just would just he just going, he just wants a ring apparently. And the reason we put him, and we're not going to put him at number one during this whole crisis, but it, Donald Trump has ruined this, he has blown this so bad, and he's still blowing it. He's still blowing it, and he's and and he's just making it up as he goes, and honestly. Part of the reason that I'm not so mad at the people not social distancing is because it is a result of our government being stupid and not having a plan. And be, I'm not going to be mad at the people who aren't worried as I am at the government that told them not to worry in the first place. Correct. This man withheld pertinent information that could have saved a lot of lives because he was trying to get reelected. I'll tell you what it was. He was waiting on Bernie Sanders to get infected. That's yeah. what it was. He was waiting on something. Like, Bernie, Sanders, Bernie Sanders said, fuck you. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm, getting, I'm getting this clean room and show y'all ass something. Joe Biden ain't catching it either. Nope. Have you, did you see? You know what? That's a conspiracy theory. Have you seen the one that says Joe Biden is actually dead? Well, you know, he he did that recording from that weird green screen a few weeks ago. And everybody thought it looked crazy. And they thought it was like that joint like in equilibrium, like he had been dead all along. Um But no, Joe Biden said, Y'all ain't catching me with this corona. He in a he's in a clean room somewhere. He ain't fucking with y'all. With his, playboys, <laughs> with his vintage Playboys. <laughs> In print, I'm just saying. not digital. <laughs> so yeah, no, they so they good. Meanwhile, Donald Trump is ruining this. He's and, he, and he's making it worse. And the thing is, as much as we hate him, I wanted him to do this well because him doing it well saves a lot of lives. And him doing it well is the country doing it well. Alas. Him and all his dumbass friends. Boris Johnson catching it too.
1: Yeah, he caught it. They they actually moved him to the hospital today.
0: Well, that's too bad for somebody. Um in the meantime, I just want Donald Trump to just stop talking. It 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 would be fine with me. You know, I'm always the one who says that leaders are the ones who are supposed to stand up and say something and, and say something to calm the to calm the general public, to stand the third. I don't need any of that from Trump at this point because it's not going to do any good. Because nobody trusts him; he doesn't have that trust with the American people. So it's not it's not worth him saying something else stupid. Well, I can I can proudly
1: say that I have not listened to a single press briefing.
0: They're horrible. I, I They're can't. horrible. They're horrible. I love they, myself. Too I, if I need one more press conference. State, local, or federal. If I see one more press conference where they make the joke about should they be social distancing on the stage, I'm going to scream. <laughs> you see Sylvester Turner just looks sick of this shit. You can see, the, you can see though, even with the... He he had the mask on yesterday. You can see the light has just gone from his eyes. He's like, man, I actually got to work now. This is some bullshit. Like... A lot of things have happened on Sylvester... My mom brought this up. A lot of things have happened on Sylvester Turner's watch. You got plants exploding. You got water mains bursting. You got (laughs) 200-year floods. True, true. And now you have a pandemic. Hmm. He's having the most horrible time of his career ever. Good point. And we will not remember him fondly either. Not at, all. Not at all. He's going to be the Rudy Giuliani of Houston. Damn. Yeah, I said it. Damn. Until then, but I digress. Donald Trump, shut the fuck up. Please. Say nothing else. There's nothing else we need to hear from you. Such such D. Randall, have we done a podcast? We have done a podcast remotely at that. Our first remote podcast, and it actually went well. There was one hiccup in the middle, but it went very well. They won't know that. (laughs) (laughs) Team Oz, thank you so much for sticking with us on this ride. Um, It's just, I always say it's just the beginning, and I always mean it. There's always going to be something down the line to look forward to. Um, Hopefully, hopefully this pandemic Ends and this country gets its shit together in a way that we are not doing this by episode 100. <laughs> yeah, because I w- I would hate to do episode 100 as a as a Zoom podcast. Yeah, that would be trash. Yeah. Um, I definitely want to have a episode 100 function uh, where I can be unafraid to shake y'all's hands and we can all get drunk and uh, at least i can make a few bad decisions
1: mm.
0: uh, a few horrible decisions <laughs> hey there you go
2: um
0: in the meantime uh my my article on my article on comics that you can read uh to pass the time uh during this era of social distancing is available on blacknerdproblems.com um church announcements d randall Um, wash your hands (laughs) and and stay home, stay home, please stay home. There is nothing we would rather be doing than being sitting next to each other with a big bottle of something getting wasted and potting, but I want it to be the example. As much as I hate it, I want it to be the example. I want it to be the example for some of these young ass, dumb ass podcasts. <laughs> and I want you to be the example for somebody. Stay home. It's not worth it. Y'all can't do this like y'all do like y'all do the no condom thing. Wow. I ain't been with nobody. Y'all can't do this like that. This ain't that. Stay home. People's lives are in the balance. Yes. We will be back next week with more foolishness and fuckery. Mm -hmm. Until then, I have been Oz. I am still D. Randall. And as always, forever, imparting titties. Remote titties. Wash your titties. Wash your titties. Underneath the titty. (laughs)